You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. Welcome, my friends, uh, to the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanderes. Yes, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. Hey, folks, I hope you're all doing great. Sorry for missing last week. Uh, I hate missing shows. You guys know that. You know that. You know that. But uh, there's just some things that a guy's got to do, and you know, there's just things I got to do. So uh hate missing last week, but uh, back and ready to go here today. Uh, look, there's so much to talk about. I, I've got <laughs> I got a lot to say. I, I don't want to harsh too much on the State of the Union, but if you guys watched that and you probably reacted the same way I did, but I do want to give you a little bit of an insight to what maybe you didn't notice um, as something that I did notice. You know, when we look at, or if you go back and look at the State of the Union, or if you were watching it, if you noticed, Biden was pretty coherent. He he was kind of you know up, upbeat uh, in the, or at least energetic in the beginning of that uh, speech on the State of the Union. And what what I want you to understand, and maybe maybe look at it this way. What I noticed is you had a Biden now, now Grant, I'm sure who knows how many shots of, of uh, steroids they gave him. I mean, my goodness, they may have had a IV running straight into his arm for all of the day while he was sleeping so he could be uh, energetic at the night of the State of the Union. But what I noticed is when he was energetic and everything in the beginning, he was mostly energetic and, and emotional about Ukraine. And you need to ask yourself, where was that kind of emotion for our country? Where's that kind of energy for the American people? Where's the concern? Where's the concern for the American citizen? Uh, he showed all this concern and, and talked tough about Ukraine, but he doesn't do that for our country and our citizen. Now, look, before you get mad at me or before some of you uh, Democrats out there get mad at me, I am not saying that what's happening in Ukraine is not awful because it is awful what is happening in Ukraine. Uh, Putin is a little uh, lunatic. And I mean, you do, this guy is just, he's just he's a terrible person. And we're seeing that now full force. Uh, Putin is telling the Ukrainians that he's not targeting civilians and that he blows the crap out of civilians. It's awful what's going on. But the takeaway from the State of the Union is that when you have the president of the United States that shows vigor and shows uh, emotion and uh, energy when he speaks about the state of Ukraine and then turns to us with the State of the Union and doesn't have that same vigor, doesn't have that same passion. Where is the concern for the American citizen who's dealing with out-of-control inflation, skyrocketing gas prices, and don't you dare try and tell me that the gas-soaring gas prices are because of Putin. Now, Putin didn't make it any better, but our prices were surging before Putin did what he did. So this is strictly Biden policies and Democrat policies that are getting us where we are. Their energy policy is a joke, and we, the people, are paying for it, and we ain't laughing. And you've got to understand that they their new talking point is to blame Russia now. <laughs> First, it was COVID, but now, I mean, magically COVID is gone, and now it's Russia's fault. So all the the inflation and the the labor issue and the soaring gas prices, now it's going to be Russia's fault. See, before it was COVID's fault. Now it's Russia's fault. Uh, these Democrats are ridiculous, and they really think you're that stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, they think you are that stupid. But we aren't. At least most of my listeners here to the On Point Victor show are not. And we're not going to fall for this. Uh, gas prices were going up. That is the direct correlation to Biden's policies. 
when you had four years of Donald Trump and we had falling gas prices, we had energy independence, we were we were thriving with with proper energy policy. And then Biden comes in on day one. And as as uh, Peter Ducey so astutely pointed out today in the face of Jen Psaki, that it was, I don't know, hours after Biden took office that he immediately put a moratorium on on oil drilling and put restrictions all over this country on on drilling oil and fracking and anything that had to do with oil here in this country, uh, including stopping the pipeline. Biden did all of that. Trump didn't do that. Russia didn't do that. Biden did that. But you know which pipeline Biden gave the green light to and removed restrictions? The restrictions that President Trump put on. Do you know what uh, what did Biden do? He removed those restrictions. That would be to the Russia pipeline. That would be the Russia pipeline. You're wondering where Putin's getting all this money right now to to wage war on Ukraine? Yeah, a lot of it's coming from the United States because we're buying Russian oil. To this day, right now, today, today, let's just take today, for example, we bought several hundred more thousands of barrels of oil from Russia. We're buying it every day. We are funding his war. If we were serious about cutting off Putin, we would have stopped buying oil immediately and we would start drilling here. But Biden will not do that. Every Democrat out there who voted for Dementia Joe, every one of you who are listening to me now who voted for a dementia patient and the rest of the Democrats, if you voted for them, you need to be asking them, why are you still buying oil from Russia? Why are you funding the war machine in Russia to kill Ukrainians? Because that is what is happening. So I know it, it, it look, if I sound brass or crass, <laughs> uh, it's because I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I, you know, here on my radio show, the On Point with Victor show, we don't sugarcoat. I tell you like it is, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And, and, and you've got to understand what's going on right now. And when, when we're running around and you're, and Biden and Pisaki are talking about all these restrictions and, and the sanctions we put on Russia and we're going to squeeze him, you are not going to squeeze him until you cut off the oil. Most of this guy's money is coming from the oil and every, and, and when we're buying oil and other countries are buying oil from Russia still today, that money's going to fight and attack and kill Ukrainians. So if we want to help Ukraine, we need to stop buying oil from Russia. Now, let me, this, this gets worse and I'll, I'll get into this in a minute, but, um, but that, that's, that's the takeaway from the State of the Union. You had Biden had passion for Ukraine. Where's the passion for the American citizen? And, and, and again, don't misunderstand me and, 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 and misconstrue what I'm saying. It is awful what's happening in Ukraine. We need to help every way we can other than going to war. We do not need to go to war with Russia. Uh, look, here's another dose of reality to you. Ukraine is not an ally and Ukraine is not part of NATO. So the United States doesn't have any ground for going to war on their behalf. But what we can do is continue to help, and we can do what we should have done. We can do what President Trump did, which was give them javelin missiles and give them uh, stinger missiles, give them armament. Uh, Obama wouldn't do it. The Ukrainians were begging. The Ukrainians could see what was coming, and, and the Obama administration could see what was coming. Russia wasn't making any excuses. In 2014, Russia said what he, uh, Putin said what he was going to do. Uh, and and they and so the Ukrainians asked him for armament. They asked Obama, send us weapons. What did Obama do? The Obama administration sent blankets. They sent blankets. 
And then you get to the Trump administration, and Trump did send Javelin missiles, and he sent uh, Stinger missiles. And thank God President Trump did that because there would be no Ukraine today were it not for President Trump a couple of years ago and who sent Javelin missiles and Stinger missiles to Ukraine. So now here we are with Biden. And, you know, look – Putin didn't snap his fingers and all of a sudden all his military appeared at the border of Ukraine. This buildup has been going on for months, and Joe Biden did nothing. He's a complete failure. The Democrats are a complete failure. So don't come to me and tell me we need to go to war over Ukraine when we could have done many, many, many things to avoid where we are here now. But we didn't do them. Biden wouldn't do them. The Democrats wouldn't do them because they're so weak. And when the United States is weak, that is when Putin takes advantage. And I and this is again, this is the no sugarcoat zone. This is the no sugarcoat show. And so now what the Biden administration needs to do is cut off all oil ties with Russia. Stop buying oil from Russia. Uh, they don't want to do it because they see the polling. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But you've got to stop buying oil from Russia. You've got to cut, cut him where it hurts him the most, and that's his oil cells. Uh, we need to send more Javelin missiles. We need to send more Stinger missiles. We need to send whatever we can to the Ukraine uh, because behind the scenes we can help them. But we cannot be doing any no-fly zones and all that mess and getting into a war with Russia. Uh, now, I'll get into uh, uh, what, uh, what does a no-fly zone mean. Because I don't think the average American really knows what the no-fly zone means, what what it would mean. Uh, look, what you, you've got to understand. So there's a poll out. Let, let me let me preface this with this. There's a poll out that says something like seventy percent or so of Americans believe that we should enact or impose a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Well, I would venture to tell you that I will bet you that a big percentage of those people who answered that that uh, poll do not know or understand what a no-fly zone means. So if you just go to Joe Blow and you say, hey, or Jill Blow, and you say, hey, do you believe we should have a no-fly zone over Ukraine? They're probably going to go, well, yeah, sure. But that average American probably thinks that a no-fly zone means no commercial aircraft to be flown or or no medical aircraft should be flown or or, or no civilians of whatever, of, of any sort, should be flying over Ukraine. That's probably what they think. What they probably don't understand is a no-fly zone entails United States men and women going over there and creating air superior superiority over Ukraine, which means shooting down Russian aircraft and shooting down Russian soldiers, Russian uh, planes, because when they come over to Ukraine, we would have to shoot them down. That's how you create a no-fly zone. And make no mistake, our military could do this with their eyes closed. We have the finest Best trained pilots in the world. No one in this on this planet can go toe to toe with our air force. None of them, or our naval naval aviators. No one can. But we cannot go over there and start shooting down Russian planes in the name of Ukraine and escalate escalate this into World War Three. It would be a stupid thing to do, um, and we don't need to be listening to Democrats or establishment Republicans when they want to rush us to a war. And that includes that that. And I, I really, I, I'm going to try to be nice, but I am getting so sick of Lindsey Graham. The crap that he said the other day is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it just drives me mad. Uh, but I won't even get into that now because I'm going to say things that I shouldn't say on air. So, but, uh, but I want you to understand what a no-fly zone is. So, if you talk to, if you have friends and family or or coworkers, and they and they start mentioning no-fly zone. 
and they want to, why aren't we in a no-fly zone? Why aren't we creating that? Then you can ask them, do they understand what a no-fly zone means? And do they really want to get into a war with a madman who has nukes because of Ukraine? And, and I would venture to say no. But again, there are things we can do. We have not exhausted all the things that we could do to squeeze Putin. And the number one thing is to stop buying oil. When we are our, the United States, I can't stress this enough. We buy hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil from Russia every day, including today. So we're funding Russia. All these other, other, uh, sanctions and everything, all this high talk of sanctioning the oligarchs and all, they have money. They're not worried about sanctions. Putin isn't worried about sanctions. None of these sanctions have done anything. It didn't stop him before and it didn't stop him now. But if you cut off his lifeblood, which is his oil, then just maybe, just maybe he'll come to the table for negotiations. So the question needs to be, Joe Biden, you dementia patient fool, why haven't you stopped buying oil from Russia? And why aren't we turning on the, the, the industrial power of the United States to drill our own energy? Our own oil, our own fracking, all the things that we can do that we did under Trump. In less than four years, President Trump had the United States uh, energy independent. And when the United States is energy independent, it makes us a really, really strong nation. And it makes us beholden to no one. But we're not we're not that anymore because Joe Biden on day one and kudos to Peter Ducey because Peter Ducey. He went toe-to-toe with Pisaki today, and he brought up a great point because Pisaki and the Democrats are trying to tell you and me and the American citizens that there are are 9,000 or more permits across the country uh, for oil companies to drill, but they're just not doing it. So go ask them. Why aren't they drilling? Well, what she doesn't tell you is what Peter Ducey brought up today when he looked at her and said, well, wait a minute. On day one that Joe Biden took office – Here's the moratoriums he put. Here's the restrictions. Here's all the things he did to stop drilling in this country, including, including shutting down the pipeline. In our country, that is what Biden did. And what is, what are we doing now? We're buying oil from Russia. We weren't buying oil from Russia when Trump left office. Biden comes in, he kills the energy policy of the United States, kills energy production in the United States and starts buying from Russia. That is a recipe for disaster, and we're seeing it play out right now. This is what's happening. This is why one of the reasons why Putin went in to Ukraine, because he knew he's got a a never-ending pile of money coming in because the United States won't stop buying oil from him. This is the kind of stuff, ladies and gentlemen, that you've got to understand. So, all right, we're going to take a break here, and I will uh, be right back. Don't you go anywhere. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderas, and this is the America's Web Radio station you are tuned into. And thank you, of course, for listening. And uh, we, boy, I, I'm going to move on a little bit, but I've still got more to talk about when it comes to 
to this this policy of ours, this energy policy. Folks, understand this. Not only are we still buying oil from Russia, we're begging Venezuela, a socialist nightmare of a country uh, that's that's really verge of on the verge of being communist. We are begging them for oil and we're begging Iran. Let me tell you what even makes this worse. Not only are we still buying oil from Russia, we are allowing Russia to negotiate on our behalf with Iran on a new Iranian so-called nuclear deal. Do you think the Russians have our interest at heart? You got to be some kind of fool. You got to be a special kind of stupid if you think Russia has our interest at at, at best interest in, in, in their mind. But right now they are negotiating on our behalf with Iran. And at the same time, we're begging Iran for oil and we're begging Venezuela for oil. This is it, it is you can't get any dumber than this. But this is the the administration that is the dementia patient. This is the Democrats. This is what they do. It's, all we have to do is turn loose the innovation and the American ingenuity of our energy producers here in this country. If we turn them loose, you'd start seeing falling gas prices by next week. But they won't do it. The Biden administration won't do it. The Democrats won't do it because they're beholden to the green idiots, the progressive wing of that Democrat party, which is basically the whole Democrat party now. So – when you hear them talk about the people and the, and the horrific things going on in Ukraine, they're paying for it. We're paying for it for a lot of it because we're still buying oil from Russia. There is no excuse for this. And now the Democrats are in a, an absolute panic because of the polling that's coming out. They're going to get wiped out in November. But again, don't underestimate the Republican, the establishment Republicans ability to screw things up. Because right now they're cruising to a major victory in November, but they could, you know, when you've got people like Lindsey Graham and McConnell running the show, there are going to be some stupid things done and they'll mess up. They won't have as big of a victory, I'm sure, as they should have because of guys like that. But right now, the polling coming out is devastating to the Democrats. Uh, they're they're going to lose. They're losing voters all over the place. They're losing Hispanic voters. They're losing independent voters, and they're even losing some Democrat voters. And so it's going to November is going to be devastating for them. It's going to be bad. Um, but you've got to understand when that bad polling comes out, and you couple that because part of that polling is because gas prices. I mean, we are now over four just about everywhere. I think everywhere across the country we're over $4. In some places it's getting over $7 a gallon for gas. I, I mean, th- this is awful. And, and you've got to understand that when gas prices, when oil goes up like it's going up, this is not just going to affect you at the gas pump. This is going to affect so many products. Every truck driver that delivers goods, his his delivery cost just went up, and that cost is going to be reflected into the price of the of, of the items and of the, all the products. Um, there's machinery, all these things that happens for all these products along the way. Uh, somewhere along the way, they're being touched by the oil industry or or, or gas or the the some kind of, of of energy. And when so when gas goes up and and it, it it's just its reach is across so many different aspects of the economy. So as if it wasn't bad enough that we've got runaway inflation and that we already had rising gas prices, now gas prices are going to be uh, – I, I don't know where they're going to stop. I mean, will they stop at $8 a gallon? Will it stop at $10 a gallon? I don't know. But I, what I do know 
is that the very, the people who are going to get hurt the most are the people that are on the bottom of the economic scale. It's the very people that the Democrats lie every two and four years and say that we care about you. Those are the people that the Democrat policies hurt the most. And right now, with this high gas prices, it's going to drive costs up more and more and more. And we're already we've been seeing for the last year and a half the the ridiculous rising of prices and and, and inflation. And now wages are going down, folks. We haven't wages have been going down since last March. I mean, maybe CNN won't tell you this, but it's the truth. And and again. All we've got to do is have smart policy. If we were to bring back the Trump policies, if if Biden were tomorrow were to reverse everything that he did and go back to what Trump was doing, or you know what, let's put it this way. Biden broke it when he took office. If he would go back and unbreak things, if he would just go back and reverse everything that he did since he took office, then you would start to see an, an improving economy, an improving American economy, and you would see gas start falling. But Biden's not going to do those things because those aren't the things that gets him uh, elected or gains him power. And, and ladies and gentlemen, this is just something that you've got to understand. And, and again, I, I stress this already. Energy independence is so important and vital to the United States. And, as, and, and now we're seeing it play out. Why? Because when we're dependent on other countries and like Russia, I mean, we're funding this madman Putin. So, I mean, you've got to understand that. And, and, and again, I, 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 what's happening in Ukraine is awful, but we cannot take the eye off the United States citizen. You know, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. It is his duty to take care of the United States and protect the sovereignty of the United States above all before any other, before we help any other country. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying let's not help Ukraine. We need to be sending them every weapon we possibly can. But we also need to be concerned about the American family who is struggling like crazy because of high inflation, high gas prices. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, the prediction now for the price of a barrel of oil is, is going up to 200 bucks. I mean, we have oil traders now eyeing $200 a barrel for oil. That right there, if it gets to $200, you're going to be paying eight bucks or more for a gallon for gas. I mean, I, this is going to be devastating to our economy here in this country. Um, we, we are entering what's probably right now the beginnings of a recession. Look at the stock. The stock market was down 800 points today. How much value did your savings lose today because of the ridiculous bad policies of Joe Biden and the Democrats? Uh, and, and with the help of some establishment Republicans, especially when, when we're looking right now at, at who wants to go run to war. Uh, I mean, it's just... Uh, it's a sad, sad day when this happens. Uh, now, we need to sure up and make the United States strong, and then we can go after dealing with with idiots like Putin. And 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 let me tell you that that day's got to come. I, the people of Russia, hopefully, at some point, will take this guy out uh, because what he's doing in Ukraine, killing innocent people and and targeting innocent people. I mean, this is awful, and he should never ever be able to get away with this. So hopefully that day will come where, where he will, uh, you know, at some point he's going to answer, have to answer his maker. So, but maybe before then the people of Russia will throw him out. Uh, you know, there's rumors going around that, uh, that, uh, Putin has cancer. And so he's act doing all these crazy things because he's on his way out. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but, uh, you know, all I can do is, uh, report to you what, what I'm hearing and what I'm saying. So, but, um, 
look, I, I hope I've given you some firepower for when when you have these conversations with friends and family and everything. And again, if that no-fly zone comes up, remember, just ask them if they understand what a no-fly zone means and what that would mean if we get into a conflict and a, a shooting war with Russia. It's just that's not going to end well for anyone. So so just keep that in mind. So And, and who knows? Now, on the Ukraine side, my goodness, I, I you know... There are issues in Ukraine. I, I told you guys this a couple of weeks ago. You know that it's not really a democracy. It, they they've done some bad things, um, but no one deserves to to be invaded like uh, what Russia did. Um, but my goodness, that president in Ukraine. I mean, you have to admire the guy. Many many kudos to him. He is standing with his people, uh, and, and it's an amazing thing. And kudos to him. Uh, I hope he. I hope he can survive. I hope he can make it. Um, man, I mean, just it's just great seeing him stand for his country. Um, he he's a he's a Ukrainian patriot, and and it's because of him that so many people have stayed to fight the Russians. And look, the Russians have been bogged down. I mean, uh, you know, if there's, if there's one thing we're, we're we're really learning clear is that the Russian army is not all that it was hyped up to be. Um, and so Putin, I think, has made a, a grave mistake in that he really is showing how inadequate his military is. My goodness, you've even got some of these some of the Russian soldiers who have been captured who are saying that w- that Putin told them they were going to fight Nazis. Now, Chi, where have we heard that before? Where do you think Putin got the idea to brainwash his military into thinking that uh, that they were going to fight Nazis in the Ukraine? Uh, Ukraine, which has a Jewish president, but somehow, somehow Putin has convinced his military that they're going in to rid the Ukrainians of Nazis. Where do you think Putin got that idea? Gee, is there a political party in this country that accuses the other side of being a Nazi or will accuse you if you disagree with a certain party in this country, you're accused of being a Nazi? And yeah, that party would be the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party throws around the Nazi word uh, like uh, candy on Halloween. So you can't help but wonder, where did Putin get this idea? Where did Putin get the idea to uh, throw out the Nazi term and use that as an excuse to invade a sovereign country? Where do you think – gosh, where where would he have seen a political party just constantly accuse their opponents or anyone that disagrees with them for being a Nazi? Yeah, that would be the Democrat Party. How sad is that? Yeah, you want to keep voting for them? I mean, I, I, I don't know how anyone today could vote for the Democrat Party. And again, I'm not telling you to go run and jump into the uh, lap of an establishment Republican by any means. But, man, you really ought to start looking at maybe some independent candidates or some libertarian candidates. Um, there are some good conservatives that are going to be running. And look, there's a distinguished there, – there is a difference. You can distinguish <clears> – <throat> excuse me. You can distinguish – a good conservative candidate from a establishment Republican. Um, when, when I talk about establishment Republicans, I'm talking about Romney, Cheney, Lindsey Graham, McConnell, uh, that Adam, uh, oh, what is his name? The other guy on that January 6th so-called committee. Um, it's people like that. They need to go. Those are establishment Republicans that need to go. And so, you know, 
I, so don't don't understand me. I, I'm not telling you people who vote Democrats all your life. I'm not telling you go run and jump into the lap of an establishment Republican. But I'm telling you, you better stop voting for Democrats because they're they're taking this country down the tubes. I mean, look look again. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. When you look at the inflation rate, you look at the gas prices, you look at the labor still labor issue going on in this country, a supply chain issue going on in this country, falling wages. I mean, even if you yeah, I know there's some of you Democrats out there going oh. Well, uh, my wages went up. Yeah, your wages may have gone up a little bit, but it's been negated by the inflation, ri- the rising inflation. The more inflation goes up, the less your money's worth. So you you get a thousand dollar raise, doesn't matter because it's costing you two thousand more dollars to live. That's what inflation does. And uh, look, these Democrats have been lying since Biden took office. You know, it, it, it took Biden three to six months to cause this inflation to go out of control. And they told you back then that it was, uh, oh, no, it's temporary. It's temporary. Yeah, right. This is the longest temporary inflation we've ever seen. And it's getting worse. It's not getting better. So just understand these things, folks, because we've got a big election coming up. And we can throw a lot of these these crazy fools out. And we need to. We need to throw them out. So, I I mean, again, I... (laughs) Where are we headed right now with our economy? Where is the United, where is the United States headed when we've got this kind of inflation and gas rising prices and the falling down? The Dow Jones plunged 800 points today. I, I mean, these are things that are happening because of Democrat policies. I don't know how much, many more times to tell you that. I mean, we, we, we are faltering on so many, so many instances. Because of the Biden administration and the Democrat Party, uh, it's just—it's a sad thing to watch, folks. Sad thing to watch. All right, we will take our next break here. We will be right back. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories—the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the All Point with Victor Show. You know... In thinking about Ukraine and Russia and all this mess going on, let me remind you that it was 1994 Bill Clinton, a Democrat, who convinced the Ukrainians to give up their nuclear weapons. And in this, in, in this time, in this point when he, when Clinton convinced the Ukrainians to do this, they assured them that Russia would never attack them and Putin said they would never attack them and blah, 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 blah. And again, leave it up to a Democrat. To create some ridiculous agreement like that. Not, no, not a treaty ratified by Congress. Nothing like that. Just merely a, hey, you get rid of your nukes and our buddy Putin 
Putin, he, he's not going to attack you. He, Putin assured me that no matter how many interns I have in the Oval Office, he's never going to attack Ukraine. I mean, come on. Is that what Clinton said? I mean, it's ridiculous. But 1994, Bill Clinton, Democrat, convinces the Ukrainians to give up their weapons, give up their nuclear arms, and then an assurance that Russia would never do what they're doing today. So how many times are Democrats going to screw things up and make things worse for the world before you realize you need to stop voting for them. I'm dead serious about that. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's move on a little bit. Let's, let's move on to some, uh, green energy talk. You know, all this talk about green energy and we're hearing green, 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 go green. And, and, uh, so many companies falling for this green mess. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at what's happening now. And some of you are probably going to get mad at me. I know the Democrats will, but, Look at the Democrats now trying to take advantage of what's going on in Ukraine. Yes, I said it. I said it, and I'll say it again. The Democrat Party is going to and, and are actively trying to take advantage of what's going on in Ukraine by pushing this green energy BS on the United States citizen. Now they're instead of looking now going, we need to stop buying money from we need to stop buying oil from Russia so we can stop funding uh, Russia's ability to go kill Ukrainians. Instead of saying that we need to stop that and start drilling in our own country and make the United States energy independent. Instead of saying that, what are the Democrats doing right now? Pay attention. Pay attention to what the Democrats are doing right now. They're telling you and me that we need to fast track green energy now. We need to spend more money and more, more, more taxpayer dollars on green energy. Listen to what they're saying, folks. Just watch them. Watch and listen because they're using this Ukrainian business and what's going on over there as now trying going. They're going to double down, triple down, quadruple down on the green energy movement. They're going to continue to try and destroy the energy capability of the United States. Uh, there are, look what Biden's already done and the Democrats have done. They, they stopped the pipeline. They're trying to stop other pipelines. They put moratoriums and restrictions on all kinds of drilling. They're doing everything they can to obstruct the oil industry. And they're telling you and me that we need to go green, wind power and solar power. Look, ladies and gentlemen, there is no country on the planet that has an, that can create enough wind power and enough solar power to take the place of coal or gas or, or natural gas or nuclear power. There's no planet on this uh, earth that can serve their people, the needs of their people, energy needs, the energy needs of their people with wind and solar power. It does not exist. They can't do it. Look, Europe is in all kinds of mess right now because they've dropped all their so much of their energy producing capability and turned to green energy. And now you've got a Democrat party. And look, make no mistake. All you've got to do is follow the money. You've heard me say this before. Follow the money. It, it is no mistake. Uh, that, and you should be able to see, this is obvious to somebody like me who, who lives and breathes and, and studies politics, but everyone else should be under, should understand this. And, and shame on the media for not reporting this. But how convenient is it that the Democrats will scream green energy, green energy, and then create the programs and suck you dry from tax dollars to pour into companies and programs that they develop. And then all of a sudden, their kids end up on the board of directors of businesses that they know nothing about or have no experience in. Hunter Biden, uh, Chelsea Clinton, and the rest of them. I mean, how many 
Democrat kids end up on board of directors for companies that are created and funded by the American taxpayer in the name of green energy. Just look it up, folks. Follow the money. Uh, these these academics who run around getting millions of dollars, taxpayer dollars for green research, how much is going to their pockets? You've got to understand, these Democrat elitists who are pushing you to green energy and want you to live by wind and solar – uh, and ride a bicycle to work. None of them will live that way. They will have plenty of money to go find all the oil that they need when they need it, when they want it, they will have it. But you won't. You won't. There will never be a blackout, a rolling blackout that affects one Democrat politician elitist. But you, you will feel the blackouts. You'll see the blackouts. You will have to shiver in the cold night because of a rolling blackout or sweat in the hot, sweltering summer because of a rolling blackout. But the Democrat politician, they never will. They will have whatever they want when they want it at the at their beck and call. But you won't. This is what you, the American citizen, need to understand. I mean, and, and you doubt what I'm saying. Do, do you remember Solyndra? Go look up the company Solyndra. Go look at them. It was half a billion dollars, the taxpayer money that went to this company. And that money was funneled right back to the coffers of Democrat politicians. And then they shut the doors and went out of business. But the board members, rich. Democrat politicians, rich. You, the American taxpayer, you got zero return for funding Solyndra, a so-called solar green energy company. And that is going on, and that's what's going on. And now you've got the Democrat Party that is going to use these, this what's going on in Ukraine and this energy crisis and try and double down, triple down, quadruple down, and telling you and me, the American people, that we need to go even more into green energy. And they're going to try and just completely kill off the oil industry. They're doing it now. You are faced right now with four, anywhere from four to eight dollars a gallon gas. I mean, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up? Look, the elitist politician, they don't care. They get their gas. You're paying for it. You got to stop at the pump and pay for your gas. And then you've got to pay taxes to pay for the elitist gas so they can fuel up their big fat SUVs and their private jets. But you can't. They want you in an electric car. They want you to uh, not be able to fly around. They don't want you on private jets. They don't want you on commercial jets. I mean, this is this is what's going on. You just got to open your eyes to it. Um, this whole green energy, I mean, I mean it's so much of it is a scam. It, it really is, and I'm not afraid to say it. Um, look, every corner has a gas station. The government did not do that. Private free markets put a gas station on every corner. But now you've got a government in the name of green energy and the name of raising taxes wants to build uh, energy pods or, or charging pods all over the place. This is going to be a disaster and it's going to be an unbelievable waste of money. And, and, and most of these probably will end up not working. But let me repeat that. We have gas stations on every corner of every street of every state throughout this nation because of the free market. Not because of government. Government did not do that. But now government wants to take billions of dollars and build charging stations across this country. That is not the job of the federal government, ladies and gentlemen. And, and you can argue this with me as long as you want, but you will not win this argument. The federal government has no business being in the charging station building business. If that's going to happen, it needs to be the free market. And and that's 
that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And I'm just telling you, if the government ends up spending taxpayer dollars to build charging stations across this country, A, it's going to be an unbelievable waste of taxpayer dollars. B, it will never cost what they say it's going to cost. It will be double or triple or quadruple what they say it's going to cost. And then they probably will not work or they won't work for long. So, I mean, that's that. And here's another thing. Think about this. Let's say no matter what this green program is that they that they want to do, you think they'll find the best companies out there to 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 create these this green energy that they want? Of course not. They're going to pick the company based on how many by gender or uh Transgenders that they they've got. Basically, they're going to pick companies that checked off the right boxes, not the company that are most qualified, not the ones with the best professionals. They will pick the ones that picked all the boxes that the Democrats said they need to pick, which will include the, you better be the right gender, you better be uh, binary, non-binary, or somethingary. Uh, you've got to be this color skin, that color skin. They won't pick these companies based on merit. No, no. They're going to pick these companies based on did they check all the Democrat boxes. Uh, so that, that, this is why government programs will and don't ever work. They're not efficient and they just end up wasting and wasting and wasting so much of the taxpayer dollars. And that's something that, uh, I hope, I hope more and more Americans understand and hope you, you realize because when you're when you're picking you're spending taxpayer dollars you're creating these programs but you don't go out and get the best of the best you go out and get whoever checked off the democrat boxes so i mean it's 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 sad but this is what's happening and let me tell you something else if the democrat party and these green initiative morons if they really really cared about the planet then they wouldn't build one green energy component in china i mean China is one of the worst polluting countries. They don't, they, they, they are using plenty of coal. They're going out and mining coal. They're mining nickel. They're lithium and everything else that they can do, uh, energy wise in China, but they don't do it with the, with the oversight that we have here. You know, we go out of our way to do things the cleanest as we can for the environment. China doesn't do that. So if the Democrat party, these green morons, cared, really cared about the planet, if they really thought they were going to save the planet, then they wouldn't buy one green component from China. You cannot argue this point with me. <laughs> you can bring it if you want. But how are you, you – and please, of you guys out there, you have a Democrat friend that wants to spout green energy and all this hippie talk. Just look at them and ask them, okay, well, where are the components going to come from? And when they say China, then you hit them with the facts about China and how dirty China is. And China could care less about the environment. China, it's just, I mean, it's it's the one of the worst places on the planet in regards to taking care of the environment. So how then can the Democrat Party in this country, how can they say with a straight face that they care about then what they're doing is for the planet and then go buy their green components from China. Uh, and, and, and my goodness, it was just a week ago that Biden was out, was saying, buy American, sounded like Trump, buy American, buy American. But what did he just buy? He just spent <clears throat> half a billion or more dollars on masks. Where are the masks from? China. Uh, they're spending mil- how many millions and millions on COVID test, test? Where are those tests coming from? China. So don't tell me. Don't tell me you care about the planet when you want to buy everything from China. Uh, it doesn't dive. 
It doesn't uh, doesn't make any sense. Anyone with an ounce of common sense can just see this stuff's just uh, natural thinking for me. I mean, you ought to just. It's it's common sense and it's logic and you know it's the on point with Victor show so you're going to get common sense and logic here but that is the question you need to ask your Democrat hippie friends and all those green initiative bozos if you so care about the planet if you truly care about the planet then how can you with good conscience buy all the green components windmills solar panels um, and everything else lithium the batteries. How are you buying those from China? And then you want to tell me that you care about the planet. It doesn't jive, ladies and gentlemen. It does not jive. So that's just uh, that's just one other thing, the nice little tip, tip I can give you here from the On Point with Victor show. Uh, because I'm telling you, that's the question. You know, you want to send your liberal friend's head into a... To a full-on uh, spin, uh, just just ask them how how can they justify buying all these components from China, and then tell you that they care about the planet, that they want to save the planet. You can't save the planet by doing business with a country that's dirty and help the planet the worse. The these you just you just can't do it. Um, you know, here's another thing. The Democrats will tell you, oh, we can't build a pipeline. We can't open the pipeline. It'll take years and years for that to come online. Oh, really? Okay, well, if it's going to take years and years for the oil pipeline to come online, how come you'll never tell us how long it's going to take for green energy to reach the point where green energy can replace the oil industry? They won't tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, and there's a reason they won't tell you that. They won't tell you how long and how many windmills it'll take to to power a neighborhood, let alone a country. So just, again, another common sense and a lot of questions that you can ask from the On Point with Victor show. All right, folks, we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, look, let's, uh, man, I guess we got this last segment here and we've talked enough about Russia and Ukraine and everything. I will bring you this bit of news. Um, the Democrat Party has is just about, uh, for another reason, losing their ever-loving minds because there is a new conservative network in Espanol. That's correct. <laughs> there is a new Spanish channel coming to the airwaves, um, and it is going to target uh, Hispanics. It's going to be a conservative network uh, that will be done in Spanish, and it will be targeting Hispanics. And do you think that the Democrats are are applauding such such uh, you know another voice, another another opinion to be able to reach the Hispanic population? You think they would be proud that hey, the more information out there, the the better? Oh no no no! This is today's Democrat Party. This is the authoritarian Democrat Party that believes in shutting down any opposition. 
And now the Democrats are losing their minds and they're trying to figure out a way to get this station uh, knocked off the air. They do not want this station to air. Uh, they don't want. So get, what does that tell you? What does it tell you when a party, the Democrats in this country, want to shut down a, a, a not a and this is not a, a taxpayer funded uh, radio show. This is a, a news station that uh, the radio station that's going to be created in the free market. Uh, it will have a conservative leaning to it in Spanish so that the Spanish speaking people can hear another side to what they're being told on all the other stations. And, 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 and the Democrat party wants to shut it down. So again, I tell, I ask you, which party in this country wants to shut down speech? Which party wants to just get rid of the First Amendment and control speech and shut down speech? Which party is it? that continually is trying to find a way to shut down its oppositions from speaking. And they don't want uh, any kind of opposition uh, uh, opinion. They want it shut down. How can you support a party in this country, the, the United States, which is based on freedom and liberty, the United States, which has a First Amendment calling for the freedom of speech, and the Democrat Party wants to shut it down? So, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And, and I got to hand it this, uh, the founder, I believe the station is going to be called Americano and it's going to be, I believe, on satellite radio. And the CEO is a guy named Yvonne Garcia Hildalgo. Uh, and he, uh, he was funny. He said, uh, let's see. I think he said the Democrats, uh, they were scared. They're scared and they should be. Uh, but he's accusing the Democrats of attempting to discredit political speech that doesn't towel the Democrat party line. And he's absolutely right. And he went on to say, uh, Democrats took Hispanics for granted for too long. Well, my goodness, I've been telling you that for years. Uh, but, uh, but he says the Democrats took Hispanics for granted way, uh, for way too long. And no one thought to create a home for us in conservative media. There is an appetite for this. You see it on social media. You see it in elections. Uh, and he's 100% right. He's 100% right. One of the biggest, uh, uh, shifts that's going on right now in the political world and the political landscape landscape is the Hispanics are leaving the Democrat Party. So many Hispanics are going to the Republican Party. My goodness, you're about to see a shift in Texas. You know, the Democrats for the last couple of years, last couple of election cycles have been saying that they're turning Texas blue. They're turning Texas blue. They've been hoping that people that are running away from California and they're running to Texas, they've been hoping that they're going to flip Texas. Well, I got a prediction for you, and I'm, I can tell you that uh, Texas is, is going more red. They're going more conservative. And uh, we're going to see that in this next election. We're already seeing it. There was an election, I believe it was a special election last week in which, my goodness, there was a huge point uh, flip. Uh, if you go back to, gosh, I think even 2020, but 2016, 2020, um, overwhelmingly this, this district in Texas voted Democrat. Well, they just had a special election last week, and overwhelmingly the Democrat, the, the voters who voted Democrat before came out, the Hispanic voters, and overwhelmingly voted for the Republican candidate. So this is uh, this is going to be something to see, but there is a shift going on. Um, it's it's pretty amazing, and 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 the, I, the Democrats are going into an utter panic, and the Republicans, the establishment Republicans, they need to get off their their 
you know what, because they need to be targeting Hispanics. And it looks like, and this is not the Republican Party, which should have been pushing for something like this, but this is just, this is a CEO who decided there's a need in the market and he's going to fill it. Uh, because, uh, like I was saying, starting, I think it's tomorrow, starting tomorrow, Hispanics get another option to be informed and listen to political analysis. Um, and this is a guy, uh, no, this is, um, Oh, somebody was tweeting this, that uh, I join an amazing group of friends and colleagues in the historical launch of Americano. Um, and so I think this is one of the, maybe this is somebody that's going to be working for the station. So, but, uh, but this is, this is awesome. This is amazing. But the lesson to take here is the Democrat response to this. I want you to pay attention to to how the Democrats are responding. This is a, a, a free market entity in satellite radio. Somebody's put together money or they raise money or they, they to whatever they needed to do, but they're starting a station. And just because this station is going to be conservative leaning and, and they're going to be speaking in Spanish and giving Hispanics another point of view. They're they're going to be telling them the conservative side. Just because they're doing that, there's no laws being broken, but the Democrat Party wants to shut it down. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to use the, ta- the tactic that all authoritarian governments use. They're going to immediately come out. They haven't heard one word from this new Hispanic station yet. Not one word. But all the Democrats are saying right now is disinformation, disinformation, disinformation. They are using disinformation. It's going to be harmful for people, so we must shut them down. Ladies and gentlemen, that is authoritarian. Right now, I, I've told you this before, and I'm going to tell you again. The Democrat Party is has – I don't think they've ever been more authoritarian than they are today. This is not your Democrat Party from the Kennedy years. This is an authoritarian-type party. The Democrats have really shown their true colors, and it started in 2020 when COVID hit because the Democrat Party said, oh, my gosh, look at the power we can yield. And their natural, their natural tendency for authoritarianism is out in full force, and it's been out since 2020. And now here we have – a, a privately created business, a, a privately created station is going to be on satellite radio that just because they're going to be doing this station in Spanish and have a conservative viewpoint, just because of that, they're already, the Democrats are out saying this is disinformation and it must be shut down. Ladies and gentlemen, go read your history. Every authoritarian government accuses their opposition of being of putting out disinformation, and then they say they must crush that disinformation, and then they shut down opposition. And your Democrat Party is doing that now, and they're attempting to do that now. If, if any of you out there have been supporting the Democrat Party, you need to ask yourself, are you going to support a party that actively wants to shut down free speech? It is not the job of the government to determine what disinformation or so-called disinformation is. We have a free press. We have a First Amendment. We have a right to free speech. We have a right to get out there and put it out there and say what we want to say. And the American people can decide whether they want to believe it or not. The American people can make those choices. The American people can do their own research. It is not the job of a political freaking party in this country to tell you what is disinformation and tell you what you can listen to and what you can't listen to. This is a dangerous road that we're on right now with the Democrat Party, and they need to pay the ultimate price, and that ultimate price is to be thrown out of office in November. But I, I mean, I mean, just listen to this. Here, here's a lady, a Democrat, a Democrat consultant 
that uh, who said told NBC that the network is concerning. She's worried that is reported that the reporting would spread on international online messages such as WhatsApp. Oh, oh, the horror, the horror that some actual information of a conservative viewpoint or or an opposing view to the Democrats it might actually make it outside of our borders into some of these illegals that they're trying to get here. So they may actually get here and go, wait a minute, the, the conservative message is the right message for us. We're going to vote Republican because I've told you once and I'll tell you again. The minute that the Hispanics start voting overwhelmingly Republican is when you will see a border wall go up that will be twice as tall as Trump could have ever dreamed of. And it'll be done. If the money has to come out of the pockets of the Democrat Party themselves, they will do it. Because the second, the second that Hispanics start overwhelmingly voting for the, for the Republican Party or, the, or for conservative candidates will be the time that our border will never be as more secure. <laughs> you, I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, do not doubt me. Do not doubt me. You, you, you want to see the border get closed down real fast and a wall go up faster than a fat kid eating a donut? Then you just wait till the Democrats figure out that the Hispanics are starting to vote for Republicans or for conservative candidates. And, and all you've got to do is look at how they're reacting. Look at how they're reacting to a, to a, a, a Hispanic radio station that's, that, that's going to, to speak of conservative issues and give an opposing view to the Democrats. Look how the Democrats are reacting. Listen to this. Listen to what this uh, another Democrat told uh, a Democrat pollster. Listen to what he said, because he said this is a guy who is a pollster down in Miami. And he said that even even if the new network doesn't peddle disinformation, Americano has a strong shot of success by targeting untapped, increasingly right leaning Hispanics. The, do you hear that? Democrats are scared to death of a Hispanic making up their own mind. How many times I have to tell you that the Democrat Party thinks we Hispanics are idiots and they think black people are idiots. They think that we can't think for ourselves, nor do they want us to think for ourselves. And just look at what they're saying here. Look at how they're reacting to the station. Uh, listen to this. He also goes on. He says, for those concerned about disinformation problem harming Democrats, chances with Hispanics, this is a DEFCON 1 moment. We should worry. You're hearing this. The Democrat Party is terrified. Terrified. And so they want to shut down free speech because they think they'll lose vote. They'll lose the voting block of this bank. Look, for years and years and years, the Democrats have had a, had a monopoly on the black vote. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, because the worst cities in this country have been run by Democrats for decades and decades and decades, yet a majority of the black population will continue to vote for these bozo Democrats. And the Democrat Party has been trying to do that, the same thing with the Hispanic population. Look, I am a member of the Hispanic population, I, and I have seen this ever since I was in college, how the Democrats come after the Hispanic population. And they don't come after us to say we need to make ourselves better or or, or we need the tools to, 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 to thrive on our own, to be independent thinkers and to to be able to provide better for our families no they tell us that we need to put our faith into democrat party they tell us that we can't do anything without the democrat party they're trying to they've been trying to convince the the, the hispanic population that you pretty much can't have a good existence if you don't bow to the democrat altar and it is ridiculous and i and i have been trying to tell my hispanic friends who still vote for democrats that they're voting for their own demise 
And and now all you have to do is look at the reaction that the Democrat Party is having towards this Hispanic station that all they're doing is, is going they've, they've raised money, they're, go, they're whatever they have to pay to get the station, they've got it they're going to be broadcast on satellite radio and just because they're, they're, this is going to be a Spanish speaking show and they're going to tell the, the opposing view to Democrats, they're going to talk about conservative issues, the Democrat Party wants it shut down because they fear they're losing a grip on their second voting voting block. See, they 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 could care less about the black voter now because they because the for some reason the majority of the black voters will continue to vote Democrat. I don't know why, but they do. So the Democrats they they take complete advantage of this, and they don't even campaign to the black. Oh, they'll they'll talk racism and all this other crap, of course, to try to keep the black voter on their Democrat voting train. But they're really actively trying to build up a Hispanic. They're trying to get the Hispanic voting block to be the next black voting block. They want Hispanics to be overwhelmingly voting for Democrats in perpetuity. But you know what? There's something the, 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 the Hispanic population right now, and they're figuring out. Wait a minute. This is it. You know, I, the Hispanic population is, is naturally more conservative when it comes to family values and religion. And the Democrats are finding out that they don't have a monopoly on the Hispanics. And the Hispanics are looking, going, wait a minute, my life's not getting better. My life has gotten worse under Democrat control. And they're willing to start thinking for themselves, so much so that a group of Hispanics now have a station that uh, is going to be on satellite radio in Spanish with a conservative view, and the Democrats want to shut it down. Think about that, folks. Think about that, and we'll be back next week. Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded. That's coming up next with Roger B. You guys have a great week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.